Now, on the site of a mosque destroyed three decades ago, India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi has officially opened this huge temple dedicated to the Hindu god Lord Ram. But how has one plot of land in such a vast country become so important to the political dominance of Modi's Hindu Nationalist Party, the BJP? Dr Priya Chako is from the University of Adelaide. So there's been a popular story that the birthplace of the god Ram was a temple that was demolished by the Mughal ruler Babur, who built a mosque on top of it. The VHP, which is an affiliate of the BJP, began a campaign a few decades ago to get access to that mosque and to build a a temple on that site. What's happened with the building of the Ram Temple, it's the culmination of a 30-year campaign to build a temple to Ram to reclaim the site as the birth of the god Ram. And the BJP has uh, got involved in that campaign quite heavily in the 1980s. It's used it to instigate communal violence, to instigate a political divide between Hindus and Muslims, and that's helped to pave its pathway to political power. Is it possible to even argue, Priya, that the BJP would not be as strong and indeed as dominant as it is today without this temple site in Ayodhya? I think this issue has been really important, particularly in 1992, its instigation of this campaign and the violence that was perpetrated by members of the VHP led to violence in North India in 92 because VHP activists actually ended up tearing down the Bosque. That led to a spate of violence across North India, which resulted in the deaths of about 2,000 mostly Muslims. And it led to a new sort of Hinduism emerging. It is a very diverse country with many different ways of practising Hinduism. And Ram has been interpreted in many different ways. Traditionally, he's been represented as quite a mild-mannered figure, but the VHP and the Hindu nationalist movement transformed him into this angry Hindu, this warrior king who once ruled over a vast, happy kingdom after defeating his internal and external enemies. So the BJP has helped to generate this vision, and that's really helped to sustain their political campaigns. So I think it's been very central to the rise of the BJP. Yeah, you talk about how the god Ram has been transformed into a warrior figure, frankly, um, based on some of the campaign posters or some of the the posters advertising this massive reopening. He seems to have been transformed into a running mate for Narendra Modi, the Prime Minister. What are these posters that have been appearing? Yeah, indeed. Modi claims that he's been chosen by God uh, to represent the Indian people in restoring, you know, Ram's rightful place in Ayodhya. So through Ram, Modi claims to be bringing about a new Ram Rajya, Ram's kingdom in India. So he's an important running mate in that way because Modi is promising to restore the glory of Ram's rule. Unlike Donald Trump in the United States, I don't doubt that Modi is a pious man, but he's not a priest. How did he come to be the central figure in the opening of this new temple in Ayodhya? Modi is the showman and he he uses religion to demonstrate his piousness, his sacrifice for the nation, 
He invokes religion a lot in his speeches. And it's really about this idea, this actually a sort of a secular idea of development and, and nationalism. So he's used religion in a very political way. This is really about political religion, not religion as spirituality that he's promoting. Even though he adopts these things like fasting and, and all of that, you have to see it in terms of the political context in which he's operating. You know, when he goes and fasts, he's got multiple cameras uh, following him around. He has photo shoots in which, you know, he's posing as the protector of Ram. So it's very much a political religion. Hmm. He did, yeah, he did fast for 11 days leading up to his opening of this temple. And uh, yes, he had the world's media trained on him as he literally prostrated himself face down before the God in the temple site. He said something like the opening of this temple represents the start of a new era for India. What did he mean by that? He's been using this term Amrith Kal, which is like the age of nectar, and it's a reference to mythical texts in which, you know, history is cyclical and we've been in this dark age, but now we're emerging from that into this age of prosperity and wealth. So the claim in the election campaign will be that Modi needs to be elected for another five years because we're on the cusp of this new age of prosperity that he's bringing with his policies and with his restoration of Ram to his rightful place. I did see that, and this figure really staggered me, this temple, the new temple in Ayodhya, is expected to receive 150,000 visitors a day, a day. They've built a new high-speed rail line to reach the, the temple. Do they see this temple as a kind of rival to perhaps India's most famous building, the Taj Mahal? Yeah, definitely. The phrase that's been used is this is India's Vatican city, but it's also a part of a big tourist trail that they're planning. So they're planning to sort of refurbish lots of temples all over India and these trains are going to take people around the country. So this is very much about tourism and development as much as it is about religion and spirituality. Just on that point, finally, is there any resentment in India, by the way, at least among some of the, the, the hardline Hindu nationalists, that India's most famous structure happens to be a Muslim shrine? Yeah, and there's been some claims that, you know, the Taj Mahal is built on <laughs> what used to be a temple. So there is uh, resentment about that. And this building of this Ram temple, I guess, is meant to be an alternative to the idea that India is associated with the Taj Mahal, which is a, a Muslim, a mogul structure. Dr Priya Chako of the University of Adelaide, and you're with me, Andrew West. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.